All righty, welcome back to the morning show. Al Morgani, he was not going to get used to that, Ross. I love that song. And speaking of running, Ross, we mentioned this right before we went uh, to the uh, to the break. There, my uh, Mark Ingram in the uh, now we absolutely loved having the the Saints lose. Al, what are you playing on your? I'm not uh, playing anything. You're not playing anything. No, I don't know where the where that music's coming from. It's. <laughs> it's I think I think it's bleeding in from. So anyway, you uh, Mark Ingram steps out of bounds right before the first down marker, and the Bucks go on to win the game. How does that happen? I have no idea. I, I really don't. Um, he talked about it after the game. Now, he was hurting, and he said after the game that he it's his fault. He took responsibility. I don't know if when he ran out of bounds mm-hmm. he thought he got it or not. Um, or it just wasn't close enough. I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but Oof. he took it. He took responsibility for it. It likely was the difference in the game, and thank goodness for it because that makes a big difference in the Eagles' draft pick. Because yeah. if the Saints win that game, they're not totally out of like winning the NFC South, right? Which would make them potentially in the like uh, that pick would be in the 20s. So thank goodness Mark Ingram had an all-time brain fart or oh. whatever you want to call it. No, it was and I actually actually watching it. We were watching it after we did a hockey game and it was like do you think they'll go for it now? And it sounded like we're thinking maybe well we're done. We're not going to they can't go for it. And then we're thinking and then after we said you know what they should have gone for it. <laughs> well, it, well, there's a lot to be said there. First of all, Mark Ingram has to get the first. Day. Yeah. Secondly, third and one the next play oh. they run a slant. Yeah. For an incomplete pass, like double whammy, right? Yeah. Like you don't complete it and you don't keep the clock moving. You know, it was a comedy of errors that I always think of things like this. Can you imagine oh. if that was the Eagles? Oh, my God. Can you, Rhea, can you imagine? Oh, I like, imagine that, that play against, like, and I may be wrong, but if I remember, there was an Eagles game against the Saints. It was a third and one. And didn't they try a slant to Thomas Tepay? <laughs> something like that. Something yes. like that. But that was that was a terrible. What happens in the locker room with him when people see that replay? Uh, I think he's. It, it depends on the guy. Depends on because I will say he did take to Twitter like immediately and apologize profusely. Didn't you know make any excuses? I just don't know how that happens. And he's a very very well respected guy. So well, yeah. So so he hurt his knee earlier in the game, and if you look after that play. He immediately took a knee and like he was really hurting, legitimately hurting. So as he said, he still needs to get the first down there. But I think he was like, let me get as many yards as I can and get out of bounds and not get hit as soon as possible. That's what it looked like. And boy, they and everybody knew right there like, oh, this could be big. And it turned out to be huge. And you give Brady the ball. And he actually threw three touchdown passes, one call back. And I know I I thought he didn't have anything left, <laughs> and every time I watch, you just can't give him any sort of even, life at all. You know what, Al? Even in his worst year, yeah. this is his worst year ever. He had the Rams game. He had that game. He still has these moments when we're all watching that you're like, unbelievable. He still did it. He still has it. It's just uh, and I, some of it is just intimidation. I think <laughs> it's it's just going in and wondering. Well, what Well, I can speak to that actually, having been on his team. So. Like, when Brady's your quarterback late in the game, 
you know you're going to win the game. And by the way, you don't always, but yeah. like in your head, like we got Brady, we're going to win. So when I was in Buffalo, we had Bledsoe. He's a good quarterback, and it's like we're going to win. I think, I think we're going to win. Then there's other guys I had in Dallas or wherever where it was kind of like, man, I hope this guy can do this. You know, that, that mindset is very different, which by the way, I'm trying to think, have the Eagles, has Jalen Hurts had a game-winning drive? How many game-winning drives has Hurts had at the end of this year? The Colts game? I don't know. I'm trying to think. They've had other... dry, haven't they had drives where they've gone on like four minutes, like it's long six, drives? Like long but, but they drives. had the lead already. Yeah. But they had yeah. the lead already. Oh, I'm yeah. They're, think, they're, yeah. His impressive try- works at the end of the half sometimes to, to have the big play to get you into the locker room. But no, they were down ten against the Colts, and he scored two. Yeah, uh, he scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So that was he definitely had game-winning drives, come from behind drives. Yeah, that that was the one. The yeah, Colts. they were ten. Yeah, ten. Uh, set, yeah, they won by one point, and yeah. and he won it with his quarterback draw with a minute twenty left. Yeah, that was the quarterback draw where there was no one around him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kelsey pulled to the right. <laughs> yes. So all the defense went with him, and Hurts like, okay, I'll just go right up the middle then. That was amazing. I do want to mention quickly Miles Sanders. You had talked about guys get a um, a rep about them. You know, Miles, we've always known the talent is there, the breakaway speed, he can, you know, get away. The question before the season, I remember, Al, we had Brian Westbrook on, and Brian Westbrook made himself into a great blocker, mm-hmm. and that was always a knock against Miles. Miles had that great block on Jalen Hurts' touchdown run in this game, and I think he's kind of you know decided to do that what do you say well by the way he's another one of the guys who's in a contract year he's another one of those guys that's yeah. a free agent after this year um i am really happy for him because every year he's had some good things and some bad things he's never really put it together mm-hmm. the whole package i feel like this year he's put the whole package together he's put the whole thing together um, right in the nick of time for him from a contract standpoint, I don't know what that will end up ultimately meaning for him and the Eagles. That That's going to be a very interesting decision, especially when you consider sort of organizational philosophy as it relates to that. Running, what you give a running back? Yeah, yeah. but they did pay Westbrook. Yep. They, they knew Westbrook was really valuable. I don't know if they'll – it's like anything else. I, they would love to have Miles back, but it's got to be the right price. Well, and I mean, plus if you if you go the whole distance here, it changes people's value too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The entire distance. Yeah, uh, but didn't they do that? The you know the last time in 2017, tried to run it back with everybody. Yeah, didn't well, work so well. Well, no, literally run it back. Let's uh, take a call from Sean in Maryland. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Sean. Whoop. Think. Good morning, Sean. He's off the line there. He didn't get him. He was going to talk running backs. When you when you're now looking at this here, you got two Penn two Penn State guys going against each other here, right? Yes, yeah, number twenty six. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll make it. And, and Miles backed him up, right? He uh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't get. It wasn't Miles' uh, turn until his junior year, and then he had one big year and went to the end. But that's actually like the that's perfect a good way to do thing, it. By yeah. the way, yeah, <laughs> for a yeah, running back, sure. Yeah, that's the way you want to do it. Interestingly enough, by the way, um, Penn State has two really good freshman running backs that are the same year that will both be NFL players. The big, you know, actually the big 10 rookie of the year, big 10 freshman of the year is a running back from Reading um, governor Mifflin high school, Nicholas Singleton, who was the national player of the year. So 
Uh, we'll be talking about him in the draft in a couple of years. Yeah. And I, I just said, the NFL, Ross, rarely gets it wrong. But will you remind me who won the Super Bowl last year? The Rams. Okay. Do you? What the hell? They are, are now offering their season ticket holders to give their tickets away so they're not embarrassed on a, on a holiday game? I it, didn't see that. Yeah, it's that bad. It, it's, it's remarkable to me to have a market like that and the NFL and you're successful and you can't get people in the building. Well, let me ask you this, Al. What what's it like for like the two hockey teams out there, or the baseball teams? The hockey team one, they, they you know, well, it's a small, you know, a lot of game, but they they're fine. Uh, you know, they they draw well. It's uh, you know, they won. But I mean, you, I, I it's, well, how do you go from twenty years of having no teams to all of a sudden you have two? That makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, you have twenty some years of no teams in Los Angeles, so everybody grew up. It's like the. Phillies fans that grew up, you know, and not having any playoffs. Everybody grew up being fans of other teams. Then all of a sudden, you bring up the Chargers, you move in the Rams. It's not going to happen overnight, and especially when it's two teams. You're really diluting even the people that want to be football fans. It's a, it's, it's unbelievable to me. You win it. I mean, you go to Vegas and you win and you packed. <laughs> well, how about this, Al? The the Rams, their next four games are standalone primetime games. And They're with next Baker four. Mayfield? Well, he won't play tomorrow <laughs> night, but he might. You know what's funny, Rhea? Yes. I'm actually – so he's not going to play tomorrow night against the, the Raiders. Um, the Rams, by the way, second lowest team in my power rankings. They're three wow. and nine. With the Texans, what's the Texans below them? Texans yeah. below them, yeah. And, but um, the the week after that, the Rams played the Packers Monday night, oh, God. and I'll be calling that game with Kevin Harlan. Thank goodness they got Baker Mayfield. Like that might actually make it entertaining or interesting at least if Baker plays. The other thing about the Rams that's good for the Eagles is that they're in trouble. <laughs> um, Stafford has a bruised spinal cord, Ooh. which is what ended my career. Because if you bruise your spinal cord, that means something bruised it. Right, which for me was my C five, C six. They don't really let you play after that. Like you have to have a surgery that corrects whatever you know disc or whatever it is that hit your spinal cord. They're, you're not allowed to go back out there if they think something's going to hit your spinal cord. So Stafford's going to have to decide whether he wants to have neck surgery and keep playing, or retire, or or just retire. Wow. I just retired because. Nobody wanted me anymore anyway. <laughs> I was like, you know, but Stafford, you know, he's got like a lot of reasons, I guess, not to retire. Well, what's he got? How many years? 13 years in the league? Yeah, but he's made so much money. Yeah, no, so I mean, he's made so much money, he's won a Super Bowl. So, you know, like, yeah, you, you wonder about that. I wonder about the news yesterday about Garoppolo, that now he doesn't need surgery and could be back in seven to eight weeks. And there's this notion that Purdy can keep him afloat. Can he? Well, so what's interesting to me about that is seven weeks is the divisional round. Yeah. They're not putting him back in for that at that point. If I Purdy mean, if gets you to that, he's staying, right? Yes. If they're, okay. if they're playing that well and they win a playoff game, they're going to have a guy coming off a broken foot and be like, oh, Jimmy, just put him. Now, that doesn't mean they wouldn't have Jimmy as the backup. Sure. And if Purdy really struggles, you know, throw Jimmy in there. But they're not starting him. If 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 they're at that point, it would still be Purdy, and it'd be it'd be his team. But by the way, 
That is, I mean, we'll see what this Purdy kid has. And I actually have um, Sage Rosenfels on my podcast today. So he, he went to Iowa State and played for Kyle Shanahan, just like Purdy. Iowa State, Kyle Shanahan. He might be pretty decent, mm-hmm. but it's clearly – the Niners are clearly not as much of a threat as they would be with Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, to think that Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the <laughs> draft, seventh rounder, is going to be able to go and win the Super Bowl, unlikely – that is a very good thing for the Eagles because the Niners mm-hmm. were starting to look real frisky. Yeah, well, the Niners and the, the one team that's it's right there in terms of numbers, but is Minnesota a threat? A that's threat. what I, I yeah, It's like I'm like you know I look at their number and I go okay they're right there. I'm like well given my druthers I I think I would elect to play them. Yeah, well. Any speaking of the analytics and the, the the Cowboys having twice as good odds as the Eagles, any um, stat person you talk to hates the Vikings. <laughs> like I'll, I'll give you a great example. Why okay? do they hate them? Um, they are nine and zero in one score games. Rhea, that's like unbelievably yeah. unsustainable. Here's a great example. Okay, and my guy. Um, Steve Fezzik, who you guys oh, love, yeah. yep. he talked about this yesterday on the, my Even Money Betting podcast. The Vikings are two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Lions this week. Two-and-a-half points underdogs, the Vikings. So the 10-2 and two Vikings at the 5-7 and seven Lions are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. All right, please explain and show work. Right. Uh, it's because they look at a lot of times – Yards per play on offense, yards per play allowed on defense. And right now, the Lions have won three out of the last four games. Their only loss was to the Bills when Josh Allen made that incredible throw. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the Vikings, like the Vikings got totally outplayed by the Jets on Sunday. The Jets had more than 100 yards of offense, but the Jets had two turnovers. The Jets were Two for six in the red zone. The Vikings were three for three. So what any um, stat person, show work would tell you is you're you're just not going to win every close game like the Vikings have done this year. Nine and oh in one score games. That is simply not sustainable. And by the way, it's not like their quarterback is Mahomes or Tom Brady. It's Kirk Cousins. Like <laughs> it's not like they have a quarterback that should be giving them an edge in all these one. Essentially, what they're saying is that the Vikings have been lucky. They've been lucky to win gotcha. every close game, and there's no way that can continue. All right, come back. We'll get that. Sean back. Charlie, Jason, everybody else. Time of ninety four. WIP is eight sixteen. If you own a business, this has been a bumpy ride from pandemic to inflation. I'm sure you could use a break. If your business is five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. The team of tax attorneys they've put together are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program and have already returned $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you too. They do all the work with no charge up front and simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Find out if your business qualifies. Just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out.
Oh, yes. Well, talking about not finding another like me, there's news in New York that yes. they're not going to find another like somebody, Rhea. Like Aaron Judge. So uh, John Morosi uh, just reporting sources because there was a lot of chatter that he was possibly going to the Giants. Uh, Aaron Judge is in agreement with the Yankees. How much? We don't a know billion yet. A billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> a billion dollars. Yeah. All right. We have our question of the day, Ava Graham. We do. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. Will there be more red Phillies or green Eagles under your tree? 59% green. Ah, 59% green. Close. All right. Of course, Ross Tucker's with us to talk all things football, but also baseball because he wasn't as sold on the Phillies trade uh, signings, signings as a lot of us were. And we're being joined now by a guy who I assume is going to be excited about it by just had his 29th anniversary at WIP, Glenn Mack now. Good morning, Glenn. That is correct. How are you guys? I'm doing great, Glenn. And uh, you have a young authors thing going on at one of your places tonight? I don't know how young they all are, to be honest with you. Does Ray Dinger qualify as young? Yes. Okay. At heart. Uh, indeed. Well, yes, tonight, thank you. At 6 o'clock, Puddler's Kitchen and Tap, which is our conchi uh, brewing place, 3 to Calp Street in Bridgeport. It is the, the holiday sports gift extravaganza. So we got four authors. We got Ooh. Ray Dinger. Mike Sealski with his Kobe book. Leslie Van Arsdale wrote a great kids' book with oh, yeah, Brian yep, Westbrook. Yep. And Zach Berman's book on the Eagles Super Bowl. Great throwback swag by Shy Vintage Sports. I am currently wearing my Prism shirt, by the way. Prism? Uh, Char- Pr- oh, Prism. Prism, Al. Oh, you remember we did that show yeah. there that day. Oh, yeah, yep. The Charlie Manuel's Charitable Hog Island Press T-shirts and Carl's Cards and Collectibles. Uh, plus the Conchi packages for the 8 Days of Hanukkah, the 12 Days of Christmas. However... What? I organized this thing for months. Yep. I won't be there because I have COVID. No. Yeah, I'm in day five. Oh. Missed my first Eagles game in uh, 16 years the other day. Well, day five, that's it then, right? (laughs) Then you're good. Yeah, I'm gonna. T- I'm, I'm not gonna go tonight, but I'm gonna. You know, I'm, I'll test and, and uh, presumably I'll. Yeah. Be, I'm, I'm good. I runny nose. It's fine. Yeah. Well, they'll sell a lot of books there tonight. And Ross, have you written a book yet? No, I've not. Give me no. a call. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, you I can do this, Ross. Going on already. <laughs> <laughs> Have somebody else write it for you. As that, I said, that, give me a call. That seems, <laughs> the way to, yeah, that seems to be the way to do it. Who would buy that book? Nobody. My mom. It's about it. You'd be surprised. You know. You, you know. You'd be, I think you could write. I think. You I got to be honest with you. I. I don't. The only time I can really find time to read books is like at the beach in the summer. Yeah. I feel like, but even then, I. Ross, I'm, I'm, it, it, listen. Reading books is not a prerequisite. Ask Keith Jones. No, <laughs> you can write one, and then you can have them read to you. They have the books on whatever. I lo- well, listen. I I love books, but it seems like I always have like so many things I need to read that just happened. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, related like to work. articles, right? Yeah, like articles of the you know I'm I'm reading Zach Berman and Bo Wolf or Jimmy Kemsky or Jeff McClay. Like I don't know, there's just always so much to read. Yeah, but during the current. holidays you got a holiday book, you got a week off, you'd be surprised. People Well do. I know every year my um my wife gets one for my father in law. So that's that's a good that's a great gift for yep. people for the holidays. Ross, you gift. have a very interesting way of looking at things. <laughs> I know I meant that as a compliment as much as Al may laugh. That would translate into something. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're not here to to service right. his agent to get him a book. No, I'll now, do but that some I do want to pit you two against each other though. 
What's that? Because you texted me, uh, Glenn, when you we were setting this up um, this morning, um, you coming on, that you love the signing of Taiwan uh, t- t- uh, Walker. Walker. Yeah. And um, Ross, Ross is, is not sold on the deals. Well, hold on a second. All I said was- Oh, we here we go. Com- no, 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 no. We were saying, Al was saying, who's the better GM, yeah. Bryce Harper or Howie Rosen? Yes. Oh. And, and my point, Glenn, was we are actually watching these guys for the Eagles in Eagles uniforms like A.J. Brown, like Kaiser White. We're watching them, uh, James Bradbury, we're watching them play at a really high level, even Linval Joseph. These, these guys that the Phillies just signed, Let's see how they play for the Phillies first before we start crowning Bryce as the greatest GM of all time. Okay. Isn't well, if fair? I if I don't have to pit them against each other, yeah, and I don't want to say that, yeah, because Howie's listen, Howie's won a Super Bowl too, uh, and the Eagles actually Dombrowski or Harper, I guess, got to the World Series, which is pretty good. But oh, wait, Dombrowski hates us right now. All we're talking about is Harper. I know is Bryce and Dombrowski. <laughs> listen, Dombrowski is a genius. Um, I love what the Phillies did. They had their plan early. They had clarity on their budget. They struck quickly. They were aggressive. They didn't wait around for the leftovers. And I know Taiwan Walker got a lot of money, but and I don't want to get into the into the weeds too much. He didn't get a qualifying offer for, qualifying offer from the Mets, so in signing him, the Phillies don't have to give up a yes. draft pick and destroy yeah. their draft. So you overpay him for that, and I think that's fine. The other two other things I want to say about this. One is. Cigar money might be paying for this thing, but it is those hundreds of thousands of fans who jammed the ballpark and screamed for nine innings every postseason game that gave the owner the confidence to spend the Oh, there's money. no doubt, and the GM said that, Sam Fold, the other day when he said every free agent they spoke to said they could feel the atmosphere coming through the TV. Yep, and I love that. Um, and the other thing is, so he's a former Met. The Mets didn't want to pay him, so now they got... Wheeler and Walker, who the Mets didn't want to pay. They've got Real Muto, who Miami didn't want to pay. And they got Harper and Turner, who Washington didn't want to pay. So all the other guys that the rest of the division didn't want are the backbone of this team. And I think they're, I think they're going to be better in 23 than they were in 22. Oh, I, I agree with you. I, think I'm, I love this thing, and I, and I like the fact that you have Dombrowski, who I've said before, he manages up really well. He can get an owner to part with money. Yeah, <laughs> he, can. Right, he can. It's it's a great deal. No, it's not the easiest thing to do. No, well, Middleton, if you remember, when we used to get frustrated that he wouldn't spend, basically said, when I believe I have a team that can win, I will be happy to overspend. And we all kind of thought, like, yeah, okay, easy to say. But the, the proof is now that he's he's done it. He is. And now we've got two teams where people can't wait to come to, including, the you know, obviously, the Eagles and Boy, Glenn, I'll tell you, you know, you do pre-games and stuff. The the excitement level is off the charts for what's gone. It's just, it is unbelievable. And to have two teams rolling like this. And I really do think that Hertz has become, there's, there, there's no doubt in most people's minds now. There might be doubt around the country, but honestly, I think it's one, he's 100% the, the fan base has bought in. I think, and for good reason, right? There doesn't seem to be a flaw in his game. Um, and I talk to Ross about this every week. You know, what does he still have to prove? What does he have to? He now can do this throw. He now can do that throw. 
I guess the last thing he's going to have to prove is that he can win in the postseason, right, Ross? That is something that you need your quarterback to do is come up big in the postseason, and this year he will he will have great opportunities to do that, right? And that and that a it? thousand percent, yeah. I mean, because look, I think he's got a really good chance to win the MVP. I mean, think about that. Jalen Hurts, the Eagles quarterback, has a really good chance to win the MVP, but certainly nationally, he's not really going to get the love he deserves or the credit until he does it in the playoffs. I think he will. But I also think it's interesting, are we at the point now where if the Eagles lose in the conference championship game that this was a disappointing season? I, I, I feel like our expectations you are You are like, Debbie Downer today. No, I'm just asking. I saw, so, no, I, earlier it was like, well, you know, they're going to have to sign a lot of free agents. And, you know, yeah, if they make it to the conference, yeah, chat, I mean, yeah. my goodness. I thought somebody, I thought you Taylor's going to write a song about you. <laughs> now, you know what? One of the shows, might have been the midday or the afternoon show, did a poll question I saw yesterday or recently. Will you be, will, will this see, will you be disappointed at this point? If the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl, I'm not going to go that far. But I do think people are really, really, you know, you know. What well, today be? they are. Yeah, yeah be because they're. Things. I mean, they've lost one game, so now everybody, the expectation is they're going to win a Super Bowl. If they don't, people will be really upset in the moment, I presume. But then, like a day later, they'll be like, "Wow, that was an awesome season." Yeah, kind of like we, the Phillies we, season. We could be good for a while. Yeah. yeah, when the Phillies lost the World Series for two or three days, everybody was just get to and the Super Bowl. So Ross, you're allowed to be upset if you lose in a conference championship game. This just in. Yeah. No, the question is the question is whether they would think Rhea it was a disappointing season. At, or not, at the moment, at they at they would, but after they looked at it, like my whole rule is Wednesday. It, it, By the time you get to Wednesday, oh, I love that rule. Well, yeah, I mean, you cannot be reasonable on Monday after a massive loss. Wednesday, you come back down to earth, and you're more reasonable. Unless it's Dallas. Well, unless it's Dallas, then then that's going <laughs> to yeah, last. For, that, I'd say two weeks. Three that, weeks. That is the one caveat that you're referring to Dallas, the best team in the NFL. By all yes, yeah. yes, by wide margin. Yeah. Yeah, because they beat – listen, I know the Eagles struggled to get by Indianapolis, and it was not a good game for the Eagles, but the Dallas uh, Cowboys suddenly moved to number one because they scored, what, 30, 33 points. points in the fourth quarter against the confused Indianapolis team. That proves nothing to It me. was 21-19 in the fourth quarter. It was 21-19 when I went to bed. <laughs> but there you go. Yeah. No, I mean, we don't understand it, but there's a certain analytics department that thinks it's it works that way. Yeah, so, good for us. Yeah. I, I, that's again, the you like you like when the rest of the world underrates you. Yeah. All right, Glenn, so tonight again, everybody So here you go. Yes, yeah. and thank you very much for this opportunity. Tonight starting at 6 p.m. Puddler's Kitchen and Tap, 3 to Cap Street in Bridgeport. Oh, by the way, great beer too. Uh, four authors will be selling their books for your holiday needs. Ray Dinger, Mike Sielski, Leslie Van Arsdale, and Zach Berman. And great swag merch from Sh- uh, Shy Vintage Sports. Charlie Manuel's Hog Island Press t-shirts, Carl's Cards and Collectibles. Uh, and holiday beer gift pack. So uh, I hope everybody uh, goes out there and shows up. I'm sorry I, I will. I am... I'm living in the man. I've been living in my basement for the last five. Years. Oh, that's all right. They can put up a post review or something. There you go. I'm sure that they they have them at your places. <laughs> oh yeah, it's on the front door. <laughs> all right, Glenn. Thanks for checking in. Thank you so much, okay, guys. Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Ross, back now. Ross and uh, Glenn. Glenn, like everybody else, is a, it's 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 almost bordering an obscene to have the Cowboys ranked ahead. 
It, it really is. And I don't even think it's just here in Philadelphia. I think a lot of people are like, what the hell? Al, what? Al I, I can even live with them having the Cowboys ranked as a better team right now if mm-hmm. they really believe that. You, you can't say they have better odds to go to the Super Bowl. No. You just can't do no. that. <laughs> right now, it's highly likely, and even their own model would tell you that they think the Eagles are going to win the division because they have the Eagles with a 10% higher chance to go to the division champ to go to the divisional round. So the Cowboys path is significant three road games as opposed to two home games. By the way, when's the last time the Cowboys won a playoff game, let alone exactly. a road playoff yep. game? How about never? Wow. Wow. It's been like 20 years. <laughs> oh. Well, Ross, I'm just going to give you a number now. I want your reaction. Aaron Judge, we got the numbers on him. Four, nine years, $360 million. Wow. <laughs> you should have played baseball. $360 million. You know what? You know what? I, first of all, I didn't love baseball that much, but I do wish I had played after I realized I needed glasses. Because it was clearly the worst of the three yes. sports for me. But now I always wonder, like, because I stopped in ninth grade, I always wonder, like, well, that's right when I got contacts and glasses. Like, that's kind of a big part of baseball yeah is being able to see the ball i don't know maybe i could have been better at it but <laughs> think about think about it this way though al okay nine seasons times 162 games okay aaron judge Ooh. just signed a contract that compels him to go to 1458 baseball games and not be able to drink a beer while he's at the game <laughs> Think Only about you. that. Only Think about you. that. <laughs> Almost fifteen hundred. Like there is no amount of money you could pay me right now to go to fifteen hundred baseball games and not be able to have a beer. <laughs> There's no chance. What am I just going to sit there at the whole uh, game? Uh, I would. I, I, I guess you wouldn't have been. You wouldn't have been good at the World Cup with no beer. How did you deal with Penn State with no beer? I know. I know. By the way, how about this? Um, it was interesting hearing all these guys say they could see the atmosphere coming through Red October with the Phillies yep. baseball in the playoffs. When he said that, when Glenn said that, it immediately made me think of Mike Trout. Oh, yeah. I just oh. think it's yeah. interesting. Like, oh. I, look, I, I'm not, you know, maybe Mike Trout likes the Eagles that much that he wants to make sure he's home for October and November to be able to watch him. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I think that's interesting that he, that he didn't want to experience If that, you had wound this back priority. two or three years, if you could wind back and the Phillies had this kind of a run before, I'm not so sure he wouldn't have decided to come to, really? to make a run here. That's an interesting point. He wouldn't, you know, when he was making that decision, they weren't good, so maybe he didn't know that they would be good. Oh, but. man, because it's a, it's a whole different ball game. All right, we're going to get to the promise. Sean Dennis, Charlie Jason on the other side, time at 94. WIP is 837. Make some midweek magic with Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday, and you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every goal scored in the game, up to $16 in free bets. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the Light the Lamp Wednesdays promotion to receive a $2 free bet for every goal scored in the game, only at BetMGM. All righty, that is Taylor Swift. That means it's Wednesday. That means Ross Tucker's here. That means we always have news breaking when Ross is here, and we it's do. always good. It's always good stuff. Can you take a guess, Ross, what it is? Um, 
Hurts Player of the Week again? <laughs> NFC <laughs> yes. Offensive Player of the Week, of course, we know 29 39, 380 yards, three touchdowns, also ran for one. So, yeah. Back to back, back. To back weeks. Yep, yep, back to back. Do you think that'll get the attention of Pam? Yeah, <laughs> Pam, and everybody else out there. I'm telling you, I might do this later on today. I am so curious. Let me make a note to myself. I am so curious to see what the poll would be. Now, you know, I did take a polling uh, class in college. A what? A, uh, a, a polling class, like a class about polls. Oh. Um, I was a politics major, Al. Oh, okay. That oh. makes yeah, sense yeah. now. Yeah, Al was on. thinking something. Come on. It was the, oh, yeah. Not, not pole dancing. <laughs> like polling. Um, by the way, you know, who, you know who I was sat next to in class? No. And would talk to him all the time afterwards? We would both walk down to the athletic facilities after class. Chris Young. Remember him? The 6'11 pitcher? Major League oh, Baseball yes. piss, pitched like 15 years or something. He was actually an all-Ivy League basketball player. Oh. But then when he got drafted by, I want to say the Pirates maybe, and he signed with them, he wasn't allowed to play basketball anymore. The Ivy League doesn't let you be pro in one sport, amateur in another. So imagine it's – but but the the Pirates well, let him sail – that's stupid for an oh, Ivy League school. Well, so school, so <laughs> stupid. And Rhea, the, the Pirates let him stay in school. And, oh, and my they, God, and they, he wasn't allowed to play. So imagine, okay, you're the all-Ivy League center, and then as a junior and senior, he would just sit in the stands, 6'11", just sitting there watching the game. Nice. He was a student at prison. Oh like, how many schools have a 6'11 guy sitting in the student section just watching because he's a professional baseball player? Anyway, point is, is even if I put that poll out there, mm-hmm. because a lot of my follow, I know I have a national following, but there's definitely a lot of like you know Eastern PA folks, you know Southeast uh, Philly area that would skew the poll a little bit, right? So like th- that would it's not like a truly objective national poll because the Eagles fans are going to probably flood my poll when I post that. <laughs> Did you learn anything in this polling class? I learned that. I learned that there's a, so much is based on how the question is framed. So much is based on who you're actually polling. Like, if I learned anything at Princeton, in all sincerity, uh-huh. it's that, like, take anything you ever read or hear with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like, even even history books, like, think about who wrote some of the history books. Like, every, there, there's an inherent bias in almost everything we consume. Except which, talk by radio, the way, yeah. Yeah, which except talk radio, yeah. <laughs> which, by the way, has only gotten worse. Yes. It's only gotten worse and worse over there. Like, at least back in the day, people tried to be objective. In your own stupid opinion, <laughs> is Taylor Swift better than Prince? <laughs> We've been over that I, many but times. But did I frame it in my own bias? <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> oh, Sid. I sat behind Glenn Mack now at BU. That's how I passed. That is unbelievable. In fact, next week or one of these weeks before I'm done with these Ross Tucker Wednesdays, uh, we need Glenn to come on and you both have to tell at least three college stories of the other. Uh, Al, you didn't play at BU, did you? No, no. I was tried to be a walk-on, got my nose broken and said, see you later. (laughs) Got it. Wow. You guys might have been there around the same time that uh, my dad went to Merrimack. Oh, he nice was place. Up there too. Yeah, Merrimack. Yeah. That's a cool place. That's a that's a very good Andover. Uh, Did yeah. you just say that Glenn and Al are as old as your dad? Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm, I know they're younger, but I don't know the how much younger. The way you phrased the question I don't think we're younger. Like I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, he gets the uh, another another award for an eagle. Yes. And if you don't even need the polling things, I mean, like, I, I actually bet um, Hertz to win the MVP about a month ago. Ooh, and nice I got out. 250. It actually went up after that because somebody had a huge um, – Holmes had a great game like a week later. And so he actually went ahead and the, the number, but now it's the 250 looks like a good, looks like a pretty good deal. That's awesome, Al. Good for you. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with, uh, I mean, Mahomes is so, I mean, yeah, it's, he can still, I got to say though, when you look at what's happened against Cincinnati, the three straight losses, yeah. <laughs> that, that kid there, is he getting an, I don't know that he gets enough credit either. Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's really good. Yeah. yeah. So when I, it's funny because when I was on um, Dan Patrick on Monday, I said um, that it was. I thought it was close in terms of which quarterback under twenty five I would take. Mm-hmm. It was close for me between Hertz and Burrow. Yeah, I had both of them ahead of Mahomes because Josh Allen's like twenty six and Mahomes is twenty six. So he was asking under twenty five. I still went with Hertz. Over Burrow, Dan Patrick said he would take Burrow. I think you can make a really good argument for Burrow. He is awesome, so calm, so clutch. He has done it in the postseason. I just really like having the running element. It mm-hmm. just is very – plus, Burrow's already gotten hurt. But, I, I, I look, if I did that poll, I guarantee you Burrow would beat would beat. To hurt. me, guarantee it would be it. way closer with Burrow than it would be for Herbert because – I just, besides all the things that um, Burrow does in the field, I love his attitude. Like, he just, like, (laughs) it's almost bordering on cocky, but the confidence meter with him is off the charts. Yes. It it is. And the thing with Hurts, though, that I, and it's off the field stuff, guy's way cooler than I thought. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, when when I see him with with just what he, you know, the ads he's done are, they're really good. And he's just—he's a different. It looks like there's another level he can go to, even in personality. Who you're talking hurt? Yeah, yeah. He, um, boy, he doesn't—he doesn't give that to you, Al, when it's like a production meeting. No, because I've—I've talked to him last couple years, you know, for the preseason games, and he's just very um, relaxed, thoughtful, pensive. Like I think I might have told you guys this, but he was wearing these awesome like um, these awesome like slip-on shoes that looked like they had like an, a full inch of like cushion. They looked amazing, and I guess they were Yeezy Yeezy slides or something. I don't know anything about that stuff, but I'm very I am really into footwear where you don't have to tie laces or okay. wear socks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm anti, I think every day where I don't have to put socks on or tie shoes, that's a win. I won that day. You need the Skechers step-ins. Socks are for, like my philosophy, my friends think I'm joking. I think socks are for losers. Like if you wear socks every day, something's gone wrong. And you're like, if you can get through every day, as many days as possible without wearing socks, you're doing something right. Now you do have to write a book. Well, plus, I don't wear socks by Ross Tucker. Socks are for losers. Socks are for losers. Because I don't like bending over. I have a bad back. I don't like to bend over to tie my laces (laughs) or put socks on. Just give me flip-flops or slide. Anyway, I was talking to Hertz about that. (laughs) Yes. And I thought that- I like how you stopped yourself. (laughs) We got on a tangent there. But I got on- I was talking to Hertz because I was like, man, those are awesome. 
And like even that, I couldn't quite get him to crack a smile. Like you guys know my personality. Like I'm I'm a big goofball. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good at getting people to laugh or at least smile. Hertz is a tough nut to crack, man. Yeah. I, I'm like 0 for 3 with him trying to get him to crack a smile. He's not um he's not standoffish. He's not mean. He's just serious. Well, because like, you, that's how you I would know, describe him. Maybe serious. it's you. You're in the media. You know, you, know, you, you never <laughs> I know. know. I'm you the know, enemy. I'm the nev- enemy. You never know what's gonna gonna never know what's ne- gonna I gotta happen. come up with something for next year. Something for next year. I gotta get him somehow. Well, I mean, yeah, the, some of those commercials are pretty good. I mean, the, yeah. the jackets and everything, they're, they're pretty good. By and the it, way, how about yep. this real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good for Hertz that he's won this award back-to-back. Yeah. Because for MVP, how you finish makes a big difference. Like, there's, like, several guys that are probably, like, you know, he and Mahomes might be even right now, but how – they're really going to be determined how you do the next four games. The, the Dallas game games. may be the yeah. – may dis- Oh, you know. yeah. yeah. Christmas Eve, yep. That that could be it. All right, so it's come time now. We've reached the end here. We need a prediction on what's going to happen Sunday at was it one right? Yes. They didn't move Correct. one o'clock. Yeah, um, I like the Eagles to win the game. Um, I don't think it's going to be easy. I don't think it's going to be. You know, it's just rare in the NFL to beat teams by as much as the Eagles were able to beat the Titans. I don't envision that. It feels like every Giants game is pretty similar these closer, lower-scoring games. So I think it'll be uh, like 23-16 Eagles. I think they're the better team, but I think we're going to have to sweat this one out, and I think the Giants are going to be competitive, and especially since the game's in New York. But I still think the Eagles ultimately just have too many players for the Giants. 23-16 Birds. And how does their quarterback look in this game? I am worried about his legs. Yeah. I, I told you guys that. Mm-hmm. I am worried about I do think there's a chance for the Eagles to get an interception or two. Bradbury against his former team. Mm-hmm. But I think Daniel Jones is going to – I just don't see a path for them to win if he doesn't have like at least 40, 50 yards rushing. So I'm very curious. We might be talking Tuesday morning with Angelo about Jonathan Gannon. If he lets Daniel Jones have a big game with his oh, legs, they will lose that, their that's, mind. that's on Gannon because I'm, I'm announcing it right now. Right. I'm announcing Gannon, if you're listening right now, do not let Daniel Jones run all over the Eagles on Sunday. <laughs> You've been warned. <laughs> and and, and will, will the uh, Eagles offense show another trick, which I was surprised they did in a game of that score? Another kind of trick play to just show stuff? Wait, which one was it? They had, they had a triple, I don't know, they had one strange play. You mean oh, the yeah, one for four w- yards. Yeah, went you for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Watkins got injured yeah. on it. It was yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah the triple Lindy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like Plus, reverse. Why would you do a trick play in a game that you're up a lot on a play that you might want to use to surprise a team later down the road when you might need it? I think it's a really, really fair question, <laughs> Rhea. Um I think, I don't know. I think because <laughs> they were feeling themselves. They they were feeling themselves, and and <laughs> that's and the only you know. No, you know what I think it was. 
they didn't love the trick play enough to run it in a critical time. That's how I look at it. <laughs> okay, I got you. You know oh. what I mean? It's like it's. It, they, oh, they were they, showing the coaching staff this play really sucks. By the they, way, well, they wanted to run it. No, I think I think Steichen wanted to run yeah. it, but he's like, you know what? I don't know about this one. Let's run it when we have a big lead because if it backfires, <laughs> we're not going to hear the end of it if it's a close game. I like that. I like that. All right, Ross, we're gonna let you go now. You go put on a pair of socks and go about your day. Absolutely not. <laughs> See you guys. All right, thanks. That's Ross Tucker so joining bizarre. us. Uh, yeah, never <laughs> heard of that. Al, uh, would you like some? By Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge betting on himself. Now remember, he turned down a contract mm-hmm. by the Yankees right before opening day. He made an extra hundred forty-six million dollars. Oh, well. Every time he hit another home run, he that was ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. That's a big guy. Wow. And it's a long contract. But you know what? We got long contracts here in Philadelphia. Yeah. So good on him for wanting to stay there. I, I, you know, I, did, I actually thought he was going to leave. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> really thought so. Good on them. So that's the new thing in baseball. I got a half a billion dollars, basically, is what people are looking at now. God knows. All right, we come back. We are. I promise Sean, Dennis, and Joe will get to your time on 94 WIP's 855.